This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com. Our mission here at the Talking Taiao podcast is to inspire and support people, businesses and communities to value the environment and act to prioritise sustainability. We would like to highlight our region's efforts in acting as guardians of the land, Taranaki Tiaki Taiao, while weaving Te Reo Māori and Matauranga within our conversations to help our wider community learn through a positive, educational and uplifting lens. or Talking Tile podcast. Uh, it's Alvisa here, and I'm in the Access Radio Taranaki studio. Thank you, Access Radio, for uh, helping us with your space and your technology. So I'm here with um, Brittany's helping me on tech, and we've got a very special guest, Tehikura. Welcome, Tehikura. Oh, thank you for having me. Tēnā korua. Tēnā korua, Alvisa. Uh, Brittany, hi. Cool. So, so the reason why we have Tihikura on the podcast today is uh, Tihikura is a very special um, feature on the Sustainable Backyards Trail this year, two, uh, 2021. Uh, and he lives uh, with his whanau on a very special piece of land that they have fostered over the years. And um, the the name of the space um, is Teikaroa Coastal Papakainga. Uh, it's a traditional fishing and gardening village of Parihaka that fed the kaupapa of uh, peaceful resistance. And this whenua was once a busy fishing village uh, with extensive kumara gardens. Uh, and today the, they continue to grow kai to support their growing whanau and different kaupapa throughout the year. Uh, the mara uh, extends onto the reef and the awa. Uh, the use of seaweed and harakeke is uh, a main feature. So on the trail, um, Te Ikoroa, um will be featured on uh, Saturday 30th of October, Sunday 31st of October, Saturday 6th of November from 9.30am to 1.30pm. And there are some really special historical corridor uh, on the 30th of October and the 6th of November at 11.30am. So make sure you don't miss out on those really special um, events. So, um, Tikura, uh, let's mm. start with what is the motivation or, or kaupapa behind growing food on your own kainga? Um, I just want to um, go back to you know a period in, uh, in my life, which is my, my childhood, um, and just um, honour the, you know, the, the, the teachers of the past, our, um, our old people, as best I can, and, and just sort of try to recreate um, some of those um, knowledge pathways as best I can. And a lot, a lot of it is um, by feel um, and ex exploration and, yeah, I think I'm answering your question. Yeah, go for yeah. it. You just tell us whatever you um, feel 
you know, comes I naturally. I guess my mind was also like just just caught by that date, the sixth of November, because I'm thinking, I've I've really just left the um, information to my partner Aroha to, mm -hmm. to to manage on my behalf. Um, I'm wondering. I think the sixth of November might be um, a major clash for me. We have. I think that might be the day we have the Pākuatanga. I get confused now. Right. But the Pākuatanga is the the day where the Moreu. Uh, which are the survivors, the Uri of Pariaka, come together to uh, remember that we are, we are still here as Uri, uh, as survivors. Uh, and so the 6th of November is a very important day annually for, for Pariaka, that we we survived what we call the Pāuatanga, the invasion of Pariaka. Um, that that's started on, you know, um, in that... In that Fifth um, of November period, I think, um, eighteen eighty one. Um, yeah, and so the whole um, impact of what that meant for us is um, sort of resonating on my. As soon as you said the sixth of November, mm. I thought, oh, that's the way we were talking. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. in terms of um, yeah, there's a famous. More ukore kai hi, more ukore kai hi, more ukore kai motetina moteti motepara kui kui hi. And it talks about the starvation that occurred in a very real sense when the troops trampled all the crops. Yeah, more ukore kai, which means survivors. More ukore kai, without food. Uh, and then the the um, embargo and the um, the barriers that were put up to any more food coming in by road, the wagon loads of food that were turned away um, to stop Pariaka um, from feeding the Kopapa. So literally, what we inspire are inspired by is is to grow kai, to continue to keep the Kopapa alive, to feed it literally with with food. Um, However, that looks, you know, in the little way that we can. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the takapo fariki that we we operate on the the the, uh, the platform yeah, of our ancestors. Yeah, when we think about um, you know what we do. Yeah. Yeah. There's something. It's quite bittersweet that sort of narrative, the connection with the soil. And the history that that soil holds and those experiences and you just sort of gave me in a bit of a bit of an epiphany or like a realization of just how just how important our physical connection um, with life grown from that soil how strong that connection actually is to our ancestors not necessarily mine but you know especially your whanau um and that was an answer i was not anticipating <laughs> and it's probably quite a unique answer as well coming from mana whenua because i don't think many other people um unless people have been here since you know like i feel like i wouldn't uh, if i hadn't asked you that question i would never even had that realization of just yeah exactly what i said how, how strong that connection is between us the soil and history 
um, and also the intergenerational trauma that those sorts of events have on our current generations. Mm. So thank you for sharing that. I just want to add to that. Um, yeah. My partner, Aroha, and I attended the, I think it was the, the Permaculture AD, AGM, the National Permaculture Hui, 2018 in, um, in Waihi. And um, I wasn't anticipating it, but there was a slot there to, to get up and, and talk. And I, I got up and spoke about colonisation in the soil. And, and recognising that the trauma I feel is locked up in, in Papatuanuku as, as it is in us. And unless we, unless we um, engage to heal the soil, to heal the land, um, in terms of the, coloni the colonisation experience for Māori, then we, we only really experience uh, a shallow existence on that farmlets or on that piece of whenua and um, yeah that was that was my koha to to their organization and, and that was was about you know um, acknowledging um, uh, the racist experience I guess that that Maori have experienced in terms of land loss um, and just to encourage um, the different people that were there listening at the Permaculture National uh, AGM to engage with the hapu uh, and whānau within the rohinga that they that they come from mm. to find out about um, you know what their colonisation stories are because I'm speaking from my own my own home you know what I would love for you know um, it's mostly Pākehā in that organisation, listening. Well, the word permaculture is a Western term, isn't it? It is, but so much of its foundations is, are, are on Māori knowledge. Mm, exactly. Or whichever country they come from, you know, they, they have to engage and, and recognise indigeneity, the tangata whenua, is what, is what the essential message was. And in doing that, in honouring the, the mātauranga that, that is being conveyed, or the knowledge, you know, You've you've got to actually you've got to actually go and speak to the people and hear the hear the, the and understand the history of how that land became yours mm. because in Taranaki um, very little of it um, probably five percent you know just checking a figure out there was actually legally sold one point five million acres of Taranaki was was stolen was confiscated so. For us, everywhere you look in Taranaki, there, there's trauma in the landscape. And that continues to play out in terms of the way that machinery and everything digs into every puke without asking the iwi Māori, the, the whānau, the hapu, um, how they feel about that. Because while we may have lost ownership in a legal sense, it doesn't make it moral. And there continues to be ties, emotional and spiritual, that, that we carry overland um, that Tawiwi or Pākehā have private title to. And uh, there are many examples of where, where, where um, private title within Taranaki exists um, at, at the barrel of a gun or a sword, you know. And so the question, the urgent question that people, you know, need to ask themselves is 
how can we actually acknowledge that and how can we how can we live on this land in peace knowing that and I feel like the way to do that is to actually start to engage with Fano, hapu iwi and learn about the history of of that trauma of that whenua um, and quite often Fano Māori will bend over backwards to to form relationships you know and afi mm. And yes, we carry mamai and we carry pauditanga about, you know, down through the generations about how our whenua has been alienated from us. But, you know, my, um, my father was really clear to us is that we, we have, we're going to have to buy everything back, you know. None of it's going to be handed back, on, even though it was taken for free. And it's benefited, it's, it's benefited Pākehā generations ever since. Um, and it's condemned us to a lifetime of, of um, poverty and trauma um, and despite that our whānau have still picked themselves up and got into where we are at this stage and I'm really proud of that um, but I feel like I feel like we can do so much more as as a region as a people uh, you know Māori mai Pākehā mai once we all understand more about the trauma and the land and how that's impacting on the people and the community not just Māori mm. yeah that's why I'm really excited about your historical corridor because as you've just sort of had that impact on myself listening to you now, I feel like that's going to cause some really positive um, perspective changes, perhaps for people who have never been exposed to that kind of um, narrative that they were just unaware of because people won't like I, I read about, um, you know, uh, I like to read about history. And so, but you can only experience so much from reading a book. You know, it's another thing to actually call it all with someone, kanohi kite kanohi, face to face, and hear their voice, actually fe feeling the presence of someone expressing their trauma and their story. Um, so I know that you previously expressed um, when we were just talking before about how vulnerable that is for you to open up your home and share your heart with the community. Mm. And obviously people are coming, they want to learn. And so first of all, thank you so much for volunteering to be on this um, trail um, because it's, it's going to be quite a, a revolutionary sort of shift in the backyards, a sustainable backyards trail. Um, Māori voices are so important, especially in Aurohe with Parihaka, um, all throughout the motu. And this could definitely be the start of something really beautiful and add an extra layer to our nation's understanding of not just reading history in a book, but actually physically connecting with the whenua through the people of the whenua. So um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing these all with us. Um, and I hear that you are a very talented musician, <laughs> so maybe we'll take a little bit of a break through um, maybe some of your talent, if you'd like to share a little bit about that, and then, yeah, transition into your waiata, if you'd like. Um, I think I said before, you know, earlier on that um, I had given up smoking um, five months ago, and had to give up surfing because at the same time 
I injured my knee. Um, so I've been through quite a dark patch. Um, and um, so I composed this song. Um, literally, I reached back for what I always reach for when I'm when I'm down. That's my that's my music. Um, and I probably don't practice as much as I should. Um, but it's it's those moments when I'm down, when I, where I know that I can be brave because I've got nothing else. I feel like I've got nothing else to lose. So. My tukutuku, my taiaha is always here, my, my guitar, and um, so, the, yeah, I, I wrote this song, um, yeah, around about um, sort of a week after I injured my knee. Um, injured my knee on the 8th of May, gave up smoking on the 1st of May. Along with that has been drinking, yeah, I found, because um, I, lost, I lost my son last year in March um, to Whakararo. My beautiful boy, yeah, oh, yeah, and um, two days into lockdown, yeah, 27th of March uh, 2020, and then we had his unveiling in March as well. How old was he? Of this year, of 2021, we, mm -hmm. on the same day, we had his unveiling, he was uh, nine and a half. Wow. So I'm he'd so be 11 sorry. now. Yeah. Yeah, his birthday is the 1st of September. So he he's a, a he's a spring baby. Yeah. <laughs> he, he sprung into the world. Yeah. With springy hair. Yeah. Long hair. Most gorgeous um, healing energy. And uh, I think yeah, for me, someone like that is is the, you know the the story's not over. Yeah. So I look for him in the wind, and I look for him in the birds, and the you know. And the, he's a, he's he's a, he's he's all all of that for me now, you know, yeah. So <clears throat> I know he'd be proud. You know, he was always he was always anti um, those toxins, that that sort of life. You know, smoking. Yeah. Um, it was encouraging me to give it up, and um, and drinking. Not that I ever drank that much, but just this last, I found myself drinking a little bit more than I was comfortable with. In the last few months, and so um, this 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 um, coming back to the mara, eating the kai that we've got that we're growing, um, and the next the next mission for me would be to catch the protein. You know, so I I'm usually capable of doing that because I fish, um, so we can really reduce our um, our you know what we're bringing in yeah. our inputs, and that's always been a big um, important thing for me we do that a lot with our mata as well we just we try not to bring in any anything that we don't need um use use the carbon use the tree rows around around the mata um reuse as much as you can yeah, yeah localized you know very local um we gather the seaweed from along you know along 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 the road here not too far away from home and um yeah so, so that's that's kind of like a little bit about um, what I guess has has been a natural um, journey for the for these words, for these these song, the song. Mm. Exciting! I can't wait to hear it.
took you for granted too many times Now I want your peace back in my life I wanna walk, I wanna sing I wanna live, I wanna That was really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And like as a musician myself as well, um, it, I was thinking about how as you're introducing the song, um, a lot of people who are working towards sustainability in their life, um, connecting more with um, their whenua uh, that they grow their kai on, a lot of them are musicians and creatives because like I, only in the last few years I kind of realised that gardening is creative. <laughs> Creativity is in everybody. If you've got hands, feet, eyes, ears, all your, you know, if you can do stuff, you can be creative. Mm. Um, mathematicians are creative, but anyone who can pick up soil and put a seed in it, mm. that's creating something, mm. you know, that's bringing life yeah. um, to the earth. Mm. Um, so it's, it's really interesting um, hearing about 
your expression of your experiences in creating um, sound and music with those experiences because waiata is such a strong part of um, te ao Māori mm. and all of this is sort of starting to be realised in Aotearoa is that we need working in, in council and in the uh, machine I guess it's void of a lot of that and I feel mm. like the more that we start to integrate waiata, karakia um, you know acknowledge all the elements that have brought us the the whare that we perform these ceremonies and meetings in, mm. um, then the better we'll be as a society and as a culture, mm. a multicultural culture, but with mana whenua te Māori sort of principles, you mm. know. So thank you for sharing that. I mean, I, I've started looking at things like your guitar is made of wood, which comes from the earth. <laughs> we forget about that, you mm. know, even steel. Minerals come from the earth. Mm. And so having these conversations about just how important the connection and appreciation for the whenua, how important that is. Mm. Do you have any more comments to sort of add on to that, Kōrero? Yeah, I'm just thinking about, you know, the, the importance of, um, you know, the, and the influence of waiata um, in my life and the way that, say, for example, the song I just sung, um, is really best best sung when when I'm just close my eyes and just just you know let it go on a, on a wing and a prayer and try to be vulnerable, not be scared of making mistakes. Um, and I feel as though I achieved that. You know, I haven't listened back, but I just felt I just feel like like um, you know I don't I don't practice a heck of a lot that waiata. But I think if you actually tap into that, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's, it's a wairua or it's um, letting yourself open, be a conduit. Is, is, I guess that's really what I'm trying to be more and more these days, is operate in a little bit less in the, in, in the, in the physical and, the, and try to engage more because it allows me to connect with people that I love and the other side, and then I'll and that tell way to it, and I, and I feel that the journey, for me, and my people, our people, and for Aotearoa, is that we start to actually feel the way to a, operate more in the way to a space and the reconnect, to heal, so much, that actually this, industrialized world that we've been forced to operate in has actually created this very sterile operating space that we go into, like you say, in meetings and that, where you just know that it's been swept under the carpet or it's been, a, it's been something that, you know, I will just roll out a karakia, you know, and it's, it's tokenistic, but, you know, then we'll get back to day, we'll get back to the business of um, making money. Um, so for me, I avoid that kind of space because I'd, I'd rather be in, in an awa, and how how I kind of um, express that is, is I start to compose fakatoki proverbs in the same way that I feel my ancestors did by by being in that space and by putting their their, uh, their feet in the awa by um, holistically connecting with a cycle of conservancy and fishing 
um, and things just come to you by being present in the environment, in the space. And I think that's what we've got to do. We've got to get, we've got to get our feet in the water and our fingers in the soil and the kōrero will flow. Papatūnuku, Ranginui, Tangaroa will do them will do their work, you know, and for me it's as simple as that. It's just take off your shoes and feel the earth a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for giving your time today um, to share your kōrero and your experiences. And Would you like to um, close us off with a karakia? Yes, I can do that for you. Thank for you. Us. For us, um, yeah. te iwi e mai nā. Uh, noi te, te maunga. Huri uh, noi te motu, huri uh, noi te ao. E tau nei ki runga i a tātou katoa, te wairua o ngā mātua tūpuna. Nā rātau i wakatakoto i te ara, hei hiko i ngā mātātau ngā uri. Kia oka tōki au o tātou ngā kau ki ngā tikanga, hei arataki ngā i a tātou. Kia ngā kau nui ki te hāpai i a tātou mai i katoa, i roto i te pono, i te tika, i te māramatanga. Me te aroha anō o tētei ki tētei. Ko i ara e rungo, o kaere ake ki runga, tūturu waka mau wakea tīnā, tīnā. Hui e tai ki e. Kia ora. A huge thank you to Pihana Farm for being the sustainable business sponsor of this show. A special thank you to Maria from Pihana Farm, who is an active supporter of sustainable Taranaki. Follow Pihana Farm on Facebook and search for our article on her market gardening journey in the Sustainable Taranaki Community Story section of our website. Learn more about her inspiring market gardening and farm-to-table tips. She also offers world-class workshops that cover a range of sustainable living topics. These sell out fast, so follow her page closely for upcoming events. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.